This is an interview with bonded guitarist Burnaman and singer Ingo by Nick Perkel on Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Uh, now, Burnaman, can you tell me about getting your very first guitar? My first guitar? Oh, yeah, I was I was 12 years old and uh, um, in my home city, we got a very little uh, store for instruments and... Uh, so uh, I, I talked to my mom and I, I, I asked her, I always wanted to, to play guitar. I remember this day and uh, she bought me the, my, my really first guitar um, for 100 German marks. And uh, yeah, with this guitar, I, I, I get lessons and I started to learn when I was 12 years old. Yeah, in my home city in Dortmund. And uh, yeah, there I went with my, my first guitar. So how long did the lessons last? Oh, uh, we moved to another city. So I was there for maybe two and a half years, something like that. But uh, uh, there was no electrical, uh, electric guitar and, and uh, rock music. It's just a kind of finger picking. And uh, so the, the learning the roots to play, to play guitar. I did it for two and a half years, yeah. So Ingo... Like when you were younger, did you attend any music schools or anything of that nature? Uh, no, uh, not really. Um, I was uh, interested in music uh, since I was young. And um, yeah, I practiced it uh, with, with a couple of guys in school, you know, that uh, where we teamed up to, to, to form the first bands. The position as a singer uh, was. was uh, more or less by chance, you know, because uh, we were we just like of a decent singer, and uh, uh, I tried to sing and uh, found out that I have a kind of a, a just okay voice, so uh, that made me the singer finally. But uh, I had no school training or else. Uh, I took uh, guitar lessons as well for uh, I think one or two years uh, to to learn to play acoustic guitar and uh, the basics. But uh, of course, I can't compete with Berlimon or any other real guitar players. So just do it uh, for, for me, for myself, uh, for fun time. Now, just wondering, what was the last Bonded concert that you played like just before the virus came into effect? Um, the last concert we played uh, was uh, last year in, I guess, October, right? That's exactly one year ago, more or less. Exactly one year ago, and that was, uh, as you can can hear, one year ago, in the middle of the uh, COVID time, when uh, the second lockdown was uh, uh, lightened, and they tried to to figure out uh, in, in which way uh, concerts are already uh, makeable, and uh, yeah, that's the last show we played, and uh, before yeah. COVID, I don't know. Honestly, I guess it was the Metal Hammer Paradise show. Yeah, get can that be? It must be Metal Hammer. No, the was the last show was in uh, 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 January. The release show from our CD. Yeah, uh, we played we played the last show exactly uh, at the release of the first CD, Arrest and Violence. That was on the seventeenth of January last year, and exactly I guess it was one week later, maybe then. The lockdown followed, and our our whole the whole promotion was done. 
Yeah, that, that was a shame, really. Let me repeat that. On Rest in Violence, uh, you had Speezy from Creator and Bobby Blitz of Overkill. What was your favorite memory of working with them for the album? Well, it's, it was all just fun, you know, that uh, um, Speezy is a good friend since uh, uh, many years. So he's living around the corner, more or less. Um, and he get into the studio and... Uh, um, yeah, he played his tracks and uh, we got some beer and, and had big fun. That was great. It's always a pleasure to, to see Spiezy. So we are good friends. And that's the reason why, why he played for us. The, the, uh, uh, he's not only somebody, he's a good friend. And it's the same with, with Bobby from Overkill. So I know Bobby for, for many years and, and he offered me uh, uh, to sing the, that song for us. But uh, of course, he didn't come to Germany. And so... He just uh, sent me the files. He was in, in uh, New Jersey in the studio and he recorded the files uh, uh, for the song uh, 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 in the US. And so he sent the files over and um, yeah, but we are still in contact. To add, uh, I have to say, I'm really honored that uh, Bobby did this uh, yeah. for that song and for a, a record. Um, because I, I'm also a big, a huge Overkill fan since many, many years. And uh, of course, this is a kind of a dream come true to perform a song, you know, uh, you wrote by yourself uh, with one of your idols. So uh, at that point, uh, thanks again, Mr. Bobby Woods. Now, For this album, what was your approach for songwriting and who are the major songwriters? Uh, so I always say that we're, we're doing this together, more or less. So I guess in the beginning... Uh, uh, I start always. I, I collecting. I'm collecting some riffs, and then I prepare. We we built the, the basics. Maka and me, the drummer, and uh, so we built the basics for for a song, and then we work together, especially with Ingo, and uh, together with the vocals. Uh, um, so we change. We change these basics always. I guess. I maybe I deliver more or less the 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 riffs for the song. Ingo is doing the uh, uh, the the lyric completely, and but uh, for the arrangement, I guess that we are all responsible, including our our producer Corny. So uh, yeah, so we don't have a songwriter, a real one hundred percent songwriter into the band. So the riffs. That's my job. Uh, the lyrics is Ingo's job, but um, the whole band is is uh, uh, arranging. Yeah, the... is involved in it, right? Um, I would also say uh, that Bannerman is uh, the one who's uh, originating, you know, the first ideas and the first musical lines. And uh, just like you said, uh, he, he's bringing up the riffs then, but it's uh, it's it's a bit more than just the riffs. It's 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 a basic. You know, I mean, I mean, Bernard is, is a musician for many, many years now, and he's quite experienced in, in how to write a song. And uh, he has also a kind of a clear vision uh, uh, what a thrash metal song, song should sound like. And uh, yeah, with this uh, idea and with this vision, he comes up with his riffs and uh, sets the basics. And the rest of the band is uh, yeah, uh, tries to work with this especially me with my vocal lines and, and lyrics and uh, yeah, uh, but at least uh, the whole band is in the say and uh, tries to figure out what's the best way we can all uh, come together. And uh, yeah, 
if it's if it's the prime, uh, then everybody's satisfied and says, yeah, that's it, you know. But uh, I guess it's normal, uh, for example, if you have a collection of songs on an album that you prefer that song and the other band member maybe prefer another song. And uh, because at least it's a question of taste, right? Now, for each of you guys, when it came to this album, what song are you most proud of how it turned out? Uh, with the album Rest in Violence, you were asking? Yes. Or no, no, actually, um, Into Blackness. Into Blackness. The new one. Oh. No. Yeah, if I may start, um, I prefer uh, the single we first released, Into the Blackness of a Wartime Night. This is one of my favorites. Another favorite is the next song we are going to put out on video. Uh, it's it's Watch While the World Burns. And uh, another favorite of mine is uh, the last song, uh, The Eyes of Madness. But I have to say, um, just right now in the moment, I'm really I'm really on to nearly every song on the album because uh, I'm I'm really proud of it. I think uh, we had the 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 um, we had the mission to let at least produce another strong record just like rest and violence and in the prime maybe can top that and put put another another more effort on it that it may reach that status or even top it and um, in my opinion we did it within with the new album with the, because into blackness is a in, in my opinion there is no filler it's all killer songs yeah so i i really don't have have one favorite uh, i see the the whole uh, the whole album as as a unit and uh, um, honestly I don't I, this time I really don't have a, a favorite I'm really proud of all the songs and uh, for example there's one song uh, maybe it's the slowest song uh, um, Ingo wie heißt er things I love destroy the things I love yeah yeah it's a Motorhead song right we might yeah, it's a, the slowest song on the album. This is yeah, it's a, kind of a mid-tempo song. I, I guess he means destroy the things I love. Destroy the things I love, right? And and this song I'm really proud of because it's grooving like hell. Uh, the next time is, uh, for example, it's final stand. Uh, it's very fast and very um, very much energy. So every song has something special for me. I really don't have. I can I, I can really not pick out. Just one one favorite. So I see really the whole the whole album as as a unit, and uh, uh, I'm very proud of it. Absolutely. Now, can you tell me about some of the special guests you included on this album? Um, no, no, we can't because we didn't include any special guests on that album. Special guests. And that uh, uh, to to be honest, we we had the the idea. Uh, or I br brought up the idea uh, of uh, performing a song with several other artists um, as kind of an anthem to metal, as kind of a, a unity song for metal. But we didn't conclude it uh, with the song material we had to that time. And uh, maybe we will do it on the next record. So I don't want to tell too much right just right now and too much about the idea. But there was the idea to bring on other artists as well. But uh, on Into Blackness, they are just us. It's only bonded pure.
not not only. So we have uh, uh, one girl. She's oh, yeah, yeah, right. Speaking the the intro for uh, for the third song, uh, Queen of Blood, Lilith, and uh, she's the uh, uh, a singer from from our uh, producers band. Uh, it's called Demonesque, and she helped us when when you listen to to that song, Lilith. You can you can hear her uh, her intro. She's she's uh, speaking this, but I must confess that I really don't want guest musicians on this CD, uh, and I I don't miss it because we did it on the last, and you cannot do this all the time. So, at the first time on the rest and violence, that was called. You know, Bobby asked me to sing that song. Spezi offered us uh, 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 to play the bass guitar. This was a special moment, and we don't want to repeat it and repeat it every time. I guess that was very special on the first CD. Maybe, maybe on the next we will have a guest musician, but we are not looking for. So maybe we got the opportunity to, to yeah, to 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 do something uh, uh, with, a, with a friends together, but uh, we are not exactly uh, looking for it, you know. You're not forcing it, but the idea yeah. is still on, and I will uh, also try to, to keep it on because I like it, and I have some kind of a vision what there could be possible. But uh, as Bernamann says, uh, it doesn't have to be all the time, you know, because otherwise it get, get, gets boring, and uh, people are also reducing us then, oh, this is bonded the band with the other singers or the other performers. And uh, no, we are, we are, at first, we are bonded, just like us. Now, what was it like uh, recording Lilith, Queen of Blood? Uh, the recording, yeah, that was um, that was recording was was quite easy uh, because we make a very very detailed uh, pre-production. This time, because uh, thanks to COVID, COVID makes it possible that we have more than enough time. Uh, to prepare this CD, and so uh, uh, we really make a very detailed pre-production. I guess we used more than three months uh, for recording uh, uh, lyrics and um, preparing everything. So the recording was very, uh, uh, you know, how can I say, not very spectacular. Did <laughs> uh, did go fast, right? Because yeah. we already knew what to do and which way to go. And uh, it was just a question of uh, perform at the highest level, you know. So uh, it wasn't wasn't uh, thinking uh, about ideas or flipping some 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 song parts or stuff because everything was in line, and we were just uh, heading out to to perform the best way we could. Yeah, when we started the production, when we really started recording. Uh, there was no room for for experiments or, or whatever. So when we started, everybody knows exactly what to do because we talked about everything and we tried everything in the pre-production. That was the first time for me uh, that we really uh, invested so much time into the pre-production because we had the time. <laughs> That's very simple. Uh, but it was absolutely worth it. And uh, yeah, that was what was cool, cool working. Now, Division of the Damned is part of four tracks centering on that novel, Division of the Damned. Can you tell me how they uh, play out? Um, what, do you, what exactly do you want to know? Uh, I don't know. Just give, give me like a little <laughs> bit of a rundown on those four tracks that are like okay. part of like a story um, in the album. Yeah. 
There's, um, as you just stated, <coughs> the division of the dam is one track of uh, out of four, which are uh, uh, are uh, alluding to uh, the novel The Division of the Dam, just quite right as well. And this book is uh, is kind of a um, let's say kind of a pub story uh, centered in the Second World War, and it's dealing. Uh, with the idea that um, the Germans are about to lose the war and Himmler reaches out to uh, the uh, uh, closest eastern country to a Romanian count who offers him a final weapon to win the war. Uh, and this weapon are uh, daylight walking uh, Nazi vampires. That sounds really pulp and, and it is. Um, that's why I like that novel that much. Um, a good friend of mine is the author of the book, Richard Rice Jones, and uh, he uh, came up with this idea to the story. And uh, I really like the book because it's kind of a, let's say, kind of a Tarantino-style uh, war tale. For the reason that I also had a little lyrical concept uh, on the first record, I planned to to do so as well on the following record now on Into Blackness. And uh, yeah, that's why I finally came up with the idea to, to figure figure out the, the storyline of uh, the Division of the Damned. Uh, also, of course, Lilith, Queen of Blood is dealing with this storyline uh, as well as the Holy Horror and uh, of course, Into the Blackness of a Wartime Night. That are the four songs that are combining at least uh, uh, my point of view on this book and on the story and uh, I found it fitting for a thrash metal band as well uh, uh, for the lyrics because you I mean of course we are aggressive we, we play fast we are, are kind of hard playing band and uh, it doesn't match to, to sing uh, about daffodils or stuff you know you have to, to, to find the, the, the right lyrical concept to match with uh, the, the aggressive music and uh, I guess yeah, very grateful to find uh, something like this uh, in, in such lyrics. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, what are your favorite vampire movies from Germany? My favorite favorite vampire movie, movies from Germany. I don't know if we ever had a do, if we, do we have a final vampire movie on in Germany? Nosferatu. Nosferatu, yeah, of course, that's a classic. Yeah, true. This is a, this is a German movie, right? From Werner Herzog. True, yeah. with Klaus Kinski. Yeah. This is one of the maniacs ever, forever <laughs> and ever. Nosferatu, <laughs> there was Klaus Kinski was not born. This this movie Nosferatu is an old black I and the movie. old one, the, the the black and white uh, old one from the twenties or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this oh. kind is of, great. It's from nineteen twenty eight something like this 19 something in the 20s it's one of the really first uh, a vampire but is it a german movie i guess it is a german movie i am not 100 sure but i guess it is oh yeah i didn't know i guess it's it's uh, the story is in bremen as much as i remember i, I can't tell i can't tell i just saw it one or two times yeah, I, I was more fond to to nosferatu you know than i had uh, version of it from the 70s which uh, uh, is kind of a psychedelic, you know, with the music from Popo Wool and stuff. And uh, this is very, uh, yeah, very arty, but uh, also kind of strange enough to, to be interesting. And uh, other vampire movies I really love is from 
Polanski uh, Dance of the Vampires. I don't know if it's the right if it's the right title for the for the movie in America because in in, in Germany it, it, it is called uh, Dance of the Vampires. Um, uh, I, I guess it's it's the last role Sharon Tate played before uh, Charles Manson's followers visited her. Now, um, yeah. for each of you, um, starting with Bern, uh, what are your three most cherished German metal albums in your collection? Slayer, of course, Rain and Blood. I love it. And uh, uh, another one is uh, Metallica, Ride the Lightning. And something maybe not uh, not so special. This is uh, uh, for me. It is special, of course. Uh, this is a CD that I really like. It's from Fate's Warning, Parallels. I really love this CD. Did, did you ask for German bands? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, some German, German, German band. band. German. Yeah. Three. Oh, German. German. No, 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 no. Halloween, I, I really like uh, 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 Walls of Jericho. Was great from from Halloween. Uh, I really like uh, 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 Creators Violent Revolution, of course. And um, yes, for me it was very special. A special one was M16 from Sodom. Awesome. I also want to answer that question. Also, uh, even if you don't, didn't ask me, <laughs> but I want to answer it, please. <laughs> please do. Okay, for me, uh, of course, Creator with Extreme Aggressions. This is one of my all-time classics ever. Then uh, one underestimated record, which I really think a lot of people more should know that that album and should uh, check out the band is uh, Holy Moses, New Machine of Liechtenstein. Uh, I really dig that record because uh, I think that was their first major label production. With uh, they produced it in New York with Alex Perialis, who just before did Antrax and stuff, and this record is just killer. And uh, yeah, another German record, for instance, could be uh, Victory's Cultural Kill the Native or Rage's uh, Secrets of the Weird World. These are records I really dig and uh, really admire. Now, Ingo, what is your all-time favorite assassin concert you played? My all-time favorite Assassin concert up till now is, of course, uh, Santiago de Chile, uh, which took place, I don't know, it's about three or four years ago now, uh, where we supported uh, Anthrax in a total sold-out uh, venue, Teatro di Caupolitan. Uh, this was magic that night, man. The people were just freaking out from the first line, from the first second uh, we, we got on stage. And, uh, uh, yeah, that was uh, it was so totally off the chain. It was totally, uh, totally amazing. And uh, that, for sure, up till now, is my, my absolutely favorite Assassin show. Although, I have to say, I, I really dig those guys. Uh, it's always fun to, to meet, meet up with them and, and, and play shows. And, uh, yeah, that's what I like about Assassin. We have a lot of fun together. Just like I also have with Bonde, but, uh, yeah, more different guys, different fun. Now, um, for Burn, what was your uh, favorite Sodom concert you played? Oh, Difficult, so I played so many shows. Of course, I remember some, especially like like Ingo said, South America is always a place for for adventures. Uh, 
Um, so we had so crazy moments uh, uh, um, in in especially uh, Colombia. The people they they are uh, 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 they they smashed the the windows and entering the concert hall because it was it was packed and and they they tried to enter when they when they crashed the the, the doors uh, the, the the windows and they get in. Or there were riots in front, and so there were real adventures. Or very special for me was one of my first shows, South America. That was maybe in '97, where I where I met my wife uh, in Sao Paulo, in Brazil. Um, <laughs> unforgettable moment. So, um, yeah, I've seen a lot in 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 this time. Uh, final words, then. Uh, yeah, we really appreciate the opportunity to uh, appear on your show and uh, we want to greet uh, and send out a big hail to all the metal fans uh, uh, all over your place and uh, all over America. Uh, keep on uh, listening to heavy metal and uh, please check out our new record, Into Blackness. Uh, it's released about, I guess, 12th of November this year. And um, yeah... We are very, we're looking f uh, forward to hopefully visit your place and uh, your country someday in the near future. And uh, yeah, keep on rocking and keep on staying metal, guys. Thank you very much. This has been an interview with bonded guitarist Burnerman and singer Ingo by Nick Perkel on Wednesday, October 13th, 2021.